Welcome back to the Tape Deck Podcast. I'm very excited to be talking with you guys today. My name is Rob Mora, and today's Friday, April 10th, 2020. How are you guys doing? How's quarantine treating you? I know I'm going to continue to ask this every week or two weeks. Every week, if you are subscribed to the podcast on Patreon, um, if, you, if you are donating to a specific tier, you get this podcast a week early, and it comes with its own special intro that's just for the people who are subscribing. So if you want to listen to that, if you want my endless appreciation, go check us out there. Um, also, make sure to check us out at tapedeckpodcast.com. I know I, I am really bad at self-promoting. So I'm going to keep doing that. I will say that if you like keeping up with music, especially music that is coming out in Seattle that you want to pay attention to, uh, there's a little subscriber bar um, on the front page right there. You load it up, and it's right there, and it's free. You just enter your email address, and you get uh, notifications on whenever any post comes out. I usually try to post like three or four times a week. So absolutely go check that out. This week, uh, there was a lot of really great music that came out. Eve's Tumors, is it Eve's or Yves or whatever? I'm not sure. Uh, their fourth album, Heaven to a Tortured Mind, came out. Now, Safe in the Hands of Love, which was their 2018 album, uh, that was my favorite album of that year. I just loved how it struck that incredible balance between experimental structure and genre bending with there was something that flowed with it and it made such a powerful statement and I was all in for it. And this time around, uh, they decided to go the more... It's it's almost like a classic R&B soul mixed with the kind of experimental production and distortion that you would normally find in an Eve's Tumor record. And it is so much more accessible than what they're normally known for. Um... I mentioned on the review I did, but it's not as even of a record. Like it doesn't, it, it's not as, as unified a piece, at least on the surface. It doesn't seem as unified a piece, but the highs are higher. Like Gospel for a New Century, Kerosene, Superstars. These are all phenomenal tracks in their own right. Like that's a singles album. Um, we gave it a witch chase. You have to go check it out. You have to. Also, uh, Montreal band Tops put out a new record called I Feel Alive. And I got to tell you, that title track I have had in my head for maybe two weeks now. I just, I'll just sing it randomly out of nowhere. I love that song. Um, it's just a collection of really breezy uh, indie pop that's done extraordinarily well, but also like very self-aware. In 2020, you know, indie pop and indie music in general is not necessarily the most emotionally... Uh, enveloping, emotionally encouraging music on the market right now. And they sort of know that. Um, and they take advantage of that fact by by keeping it. The funny thing about pop music is that the its power comes from saying one thing but meaning another. Um, and they've got that down pat. Sorry, I just hit the keyboard that I'm in front of. And uh, Jane Penny uh, is a fantastic vocalist and her lyrics are great. And she also wrote lyrics with her bandmate as well. Like, they've got it down pat. Totally check that out. And then finally, a band that I've been following for years. Uh, I've been to a bunch of their shows. Medium Weekend, they're from Seattle. If you don't know who they are, and you might not, because they're very underground, um, but they're a duo, just a a drummer who also plays synths and pads and samples and vocals, and then a guitarist who does everything else, like he's got a huge pedal board. They just put together these really cool... It's kind of like loop rock, but it is experimental. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but their live shows are fantastic. And they, they, they did us the honor of putting together a visual album. It's a little more like an EP, but, you know, in 2020, 15 minutes is definitely considered an album. 
at this point. So it's called Crow Program, and it borrows from a lot of nature documentaries. You know what's funny? When I, listen, when I was listening to it, it reminded me of another band that I was aware of a couple of years ago that aren't um, performing anymore, but they were in Seattle called Bird Show of North America. And it's sort of the same thing, like instrumental pieces, like long extended pieces with this kind of nature focus. And there was this weird kind of kinship that I was feeling. I'm not sure whether or not there was any intention to relate to them or, or to bring that into the, the forefront. But I really loved that album. And uh, you should go check it out. It's only on YouTube. It's called Me uh, Crow Program by Medium Weekend. So go check that out. All right. Before we go any further, uh, and I apologize because I didn't do this last podcast, so I want to give a shout-out to the people that donated at a the $15 tier because that does get you a shout-out on the podcast. All the people that I know have donated that tier are extraordinarily awesome individuals. They already are because they are helping support this in a very significant way. So because there's enough people, I'm going to do this two at a time so it's more personalized. Um, and I'm going to do it based on order of when they ended up donating. So first things first, I want to give a shout out to Ms. Lauren Crocker. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting this individual when they, uh, she and her husband came out to Seattle a few months ago. She's my boyfriend's friend, and now she's my friend. And she ended up donating, and that's wonderful. Lauren, thank you so much. Your shirt is in the mail. <laughs> um, and I also want to shout out uh, Mr. Sean Covell, Covell. I'm actually. I think it's Covell. I'm. I've never been particularly certain on how to pronounce your last name, but I am particularly certain that I like you a lot. Um, thank you so much for being a friend of mine. Thank you so much for donating so much. You're you're, you're just a wonderful person. So thank you. Um, that being said, guys, we have an extraordinary interview discussion. Sort of. It's with this band. Uh, it's a band that I've been a fan of for a while. Finally got the chance to meet, um, in some to some extent, last summer, and then in full about a month ago when we did this. Um, it's the band Antonioni, which are up-and-coming Seattle legends, and I mean that with the the most serious tone I can find. They are fantastic. Um, they've played the Seattle Mural. That's when I met them. Just today, uh, their Tiny Desk submission got accepted by NPR, so they're already making moves. And it is well-deserved because their music is fantastic. I'm going to be linking that uh, submission in the description, along with a whole bunch of other videos, because today's discussion is about music videos. Um, we were talking about our favorite music videos, uh, when they started making their mark, what music videos are going to mean in the future. I think it's a really cool discussion, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. So, and. The other thing is that because of fair use and copyright laws and the fact that podcasts are considered radio, we aren't able to play any of the music that we're talking about. You guys maybe already know this. It's why music podcasts are always a little hard. Um, so for your convenience, every single music video we talk about in this podcast is going to be linked in the description on the tapedeckpodcast.com page. So if you're listening on Bandcamp, um, or if you're listening anywhere else, I highly recommend going to the website, tapedeckpodcast.com, and watching along with us. Um, there's going to be a whole trove of content, so go check it out. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy this discussion. Again, stressing enough, be sure to check us out at tapedeckpodcast.com. Go subscribe. Maybe support us on Patreon. Uh, check out all our content. I worked really hard to give it to you guys, so I hope you guys appreciate it. Enjoy.
today with me on the podcast, we have, finally, the people you guys have been waiting for, the band Antonioni from Seattle. Uh, I want you to go around the room to introduce yourselves, please, starting with you. Hey, I'm Ben Dorsey. I play bass. I'm Austin Dean. I play guitar. I'm Sarah Pasias, and I play guitar and sing. Kyle Tadero, drums. Local (laughs) legends. I have um, made... uh, Lots of mention on the fact before that I'm big fans of you guys. Uh, I love you. your music. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I think the first person I met here was Sarah. Uh-huh. And uh, this was when you guys played in front of the mural of uh, the KXP Fest. Yeah. Um, you guys were opening for Cherry Glazer, yeah. I believe. Yeah. That was just an all-around great show. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I can, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That was a um, once-in-a-lifetime kind of show I for us. Know. Yeah. That was back when you had your hair dyed, too. Or mostly. I oh, think, yeah. Right? I just yeah. got a haircut. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> I had to cut. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. I need to I need to change it up. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That was those were good days. Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summer. Always great days. Mm-hmm. More coming up, too. As mm-hmm. far as I remember, this summer's going to be brutal. I can really? already imagine. Well, yeah, because it's already sunny now and it's not even the end of February. So I'm That's not true. complaining. I'm so yeah. I can't yeah. complain at all. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was one day two weeks ago on Thursday where every single customer that came to my shop, literally every single person, every single person mm-hmm. I met that day was like, can this rain just please stop? Oh, it was I'm getting not even brutal. Joking. Yeah, it yeah. was getting brutal. It so was getting real bad. We're all happy that it's actually summer now in here in Seattle. Right. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I guess we, we It does rain all it. the yeah. time here, so. But, yeah. <laughs> um, don't move here. <laughs> don't yeah. move here. It rains all the time. Yes. Oh, well, every speaking of that, that's why, that's how I um, found about you and Tape Deck Podcast is because... Happy Times, Sad Times released their album, the yes. Don't You Want to Dream Again. And... Which is still just a wonderful record. Beautiful. Oh my God. I, yeah. uh, We're I do have an anecdote early. about that. Yeah. Um, so I have maybe the world, the world's worst case of flight anxiety. Really? Known to man. Uh, I don't know how it happened. I, when I was a kid, I was yeah. fine with it. But then as I got to be an adult, the first time I flew out to Seattle in 2015, mm-hmm. something just clicked. Maybe it was mm-hmm. just all, I hadn't flown since high school mm-hmm. and then all of college passed and then all the anxieties of being a person in your early 20s just sort of built up and I just had a terrible time of it. And then every single time I've taken off and landed since, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. To the point where I like dream about it now. Like Ah, it's just the worst. Like it becomes nightmares. Um, And so the last time I touched down in Seattle was when I was visiting my family back in January Mm -hmm. and we were experiencing turbulence on the way down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to get through this. Like I somehow I'm going to get through this. And I put on that album in the headphones and just blast it. And I was like, all right, this is good. We're doing great. And it did help me. Oh, that's amazing. From sappy, from sad times, happy times. Thank you. Happy times, sad times. (laughs) That is sappy times. Yeah. (laughs) Always sappy. Speaking of sappy times, uh, you guys played their final show, at least for now that we know of. Yeah. This is Valentine's day last Uh Friday. That was really good show. Yeah. Black Ends opened up. They're one of my favorites. Excellent. In town. Really, really good. And yeah. then, yeah, Happy Times, we've, yeah, we've been friends with them since they started. So wow. that was uh, really nice to be able to play their last show. That's good. And just see, like, the emphasis on community. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and just seeing, like, the, the support that they had, even though, you know, it was, like, a hiatus, and seeing all these people that had been brought together because of their music. It's and great. here we are because of their music. Exactly. Because yep. I yeah. messaged you yep. and I was like, I just wanted to let you know that I really respected the review you wrote because, you know, being in a band and like doing press, I don't know, you see a lot out there, you know, and it was just cool to have this kind of unique system. So, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I try it. You know, I 
try it. I mean, I attempted to be a musician a long time. Who knows when that, where that's going to go. But in 2016, I put out an, uh, an original EP mm-hmm. and I just put it out there. It's mm-hmm. just like, I didn't know anybody. I lived in Federal Way at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even oh, anywhere wow, near kind of that. Yeah. Oh, that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember looking at a map of Washington when I lived in Massachusetts, where I grew up. And when you, Massachusetts on a map is spread out. Mm-hmm. And then, so Boston and Massachusetts and uh, my hometown in Plymouth uh-huh. looks a hell of a lot like the same distance between Federal Way and Washington. I mean, or in Seattle. And yeah. so I looked at it and I was like, oh, Federal Way, that looks close enough. Right. And it was absolutely no. not. Yeah. yeah. So I spent two years there and it sucked. <laughs> but I put out the CP and I remember a French blogger mm-hmm. found it and had so many nice words to say about it. And I remember specifically the feeling mm. of getting that and just being like, mm-hmm. wow, somebody noticed. I didn't have to reach out. Someone just noticed it. Yeah. And I think the goal here that I've had in my head is to give that feeling to as many people mm-hmm. as I can without burning myself out. Hmm. That's no. awesome. Yeah. No, That's it's really, really cool. cool. So a lot of bands need that, you know, yeah. they so many need bands need yeah. that. It's someone so true. to advocate for them and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, to say like, I listen to this and here's what it is and yeah. here's why you should listen to it. Exactly. Yeah. It's good to know that, that your music is appreciated and it's also good for other people to know that there's stuff out there, you mm-hmm. know, no matter how it is. Um, now that I've been working in this field for about a year, I'm starting to get understanding of how much PR companies play a role in it and how things just get pushed in a way that's a little disproportionate, you know? It's like PR force a lot of the times is not necessarily equal like how much you're gonna actually like what's coming out, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. that's just the whole industry about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the industry, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to talk about something and you wanna talk about something and we wanted to talk about something. Uh, that I think is they pretty dear to, to all of us. We all talk yeah. about something. Yes. Um, the art of the music video, which oh, I think yeah. is, <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is I never really, I'm, I don't personally go to music videos when I search out music. I like uh-huh. just doing the listening, but every time I catch myself watching music videos, I remind myself of how powerful they are. And then I just get yeah. like in a train where I'm just For real. in a hole yeah. of just watching. It's yeah. sometimes songs come out. And videos accompany them, and you cannot imagine them being any other way. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah. they're that much more powerful. Yeah, you know? I mean, so I remember when you were asking about come on the podcast, it can be anything, which, by the way, is a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> like, the oh, feedback. Man, what a, I appreciate the feedback. Really music? Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but, <laughs> no, I want to talk about them because it's just something I love. Um, and that would be fun to talk about. Excellent. I, I grew up with music videos, you know, kid in the 90s, like watching TRL. Oh, you know? yes. I missed that, unfortunately. Uh, like, just that. Really? Yeah. But, yeah. No, I was there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, I would call I in, there. you know, Control Freak on really? TV, which was the kind of ripoff of TRL, you know. They would show, like, the two that could be coming up next, and you would have to vote yeah. on your phone. <laughs> so I would do that. Yeah. And, yeah, I love music videos. You know, even now, I'll go home and just throw on YouTube and... Mm-hmm. Uh, just like spend hours watching videos, especially what, what people can do with them now. You yeah. Know? I feel like there was kind of a wave like 80s and 90s, you know, you had pop up video yeah. and, and TRL Absolutely. and all that. And then yep. it was kind of like, what's going to happen with music videos? And there was a whole flux. And now YouTube. people can do, people can make whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I remember when the, watch the music video for Pork and Beans came out with Weezer. And that was the <laughs> first time that somebody had acknowledged that online music video creation all of YouTube and, and, and what was becoming the birth of the social media movement. That was the first right. time I'd seen somebody acknowledge that because they mm-hmm. made a whole video about viral trends, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and integrated that into that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any artists 
that you guys have seen recently that you discovered them through their music videos? Uh, for sure, yeah. I would say Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. Um, she has had some yeah. brilliant productions. I mean, yeah. really. And, you know, me being being a little bit older, like, I guess I, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to find out about that. Yeah. Who's, uh, uh, we have a friend named Damon. Oh, Damon, and, yeah. Uh, basically, whenever we'd go over to his house, we'd just... He'd just turn on YouTube and he'd turn on music videos that he had saved to a playlist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, smart. There were all these ones that I had never seen before. And, like, uh, one of them, which now he's really popular, but it was a while back, uh, I, before. And that, uh, it was Oliver Tree. Oliver Tree. Oh. His, yeah. his videos are, his videos are so good. Pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh but now, God. now I've, now he's blown up and everything. Yeah. But, um, that's how I first saw him is because mm -hmm. of his music videos which mm -hmm. i feel like that was a great strategy for him absolutely his music videos are awesome yeah yeah, yeah. they it were sort of cool. invented as a way to promote music like straight up mm -hmm. so that's sort of it would make sense that you would find people through that i discovered mm -hmm. sampa the great through her music videos have you ever oh. have you listened to sampa the great yet I have. first of all you yeah. should if you haven't already yeah. um she is a rapper from uh i don't want to say where i guess because i don't know okay. but um <laughs> She is a rapper. I guess the funny thing about a lot of rap coming out nowadays, especially recent rap, is that it's not just rap. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always something else going on, whether or not it's some neo-soul production or it's mixed up with jazz or there's yeah. other she elements a lot of, of genres that. genres now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, did you listen to uh, Little Sims' uh, record last year? It's called Gray Area. Uh, one of my favorites of last year. Um, she's a rapper from London. Okay. And uh, it's so stylistically varied. Yeah. Like she has this track called Boss that's like just like bass, like oh, swingy nice. bass, like a la like I don't even know how to describe it, but you know, she'll just cover all that. She's got the soul mix going on. Uh -huh. She has a uh -huh. production called One One FM where it's like just a whole bunch of springy bass and she there's a little grime in there, like Yeah. Oh, it's so good, you know. But yeah, same with the great, mm -hmm. same thing, founder music videos, which are so fantastically wow. done. I don't know if I watched her music videos. You so should. They're great productions. Um, oh, God. I can't actually remember the songs I saw. Mm -hmm. I just remember I loved them so much, you know? Same thing with Solange. I remember the first mm -hmm. time I saw mm -hmm. her was with... Uh, uh, um, oh, no. What was that song she put out? The one with uh, Blood Orange in uh, 2012 before she... I am I completely know. blanking on that I song. Know. I know. Oh, Sorry. uh, I don't know what I want, but I can't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> Someone's listening. They're like, oh, you idiots. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not no, I, I don't really know. I remember Solange. seeing a tweet from somebody that they said that that was the way that they felt. That was must be how ghosts feel when oh. they're listening to people talking about a podcast on trivia. And they're like, oh, what was that? Oh, <laughs> that's like, funny. You're like, that's God, funny. I know what it is. Yeah. Um, Wait, which one's the ghost? The people listening? The person listening. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I have oh, an yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just turn their lights on and off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were some videos that uh, that aren't necessarily like music videos from bands, but there's things called like a takeaway show. Yeah. Mm. And I learned about so much music through that. And it was just like this, I think like a French company that would shoot different groups whenever they would come yeah. through France. And like, that's how I learned about Tallest Man on Earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how I learned about Andrew Bird mm -hmm. and... Um, or a grizzly bear was on there. The yeah. fleet foxes were on there. Like there were so many bands, um, especially like in that time in my life, whenever I was like really looking for a lot of new music. Oh and yeah, that was that was one of the only ways that I knew back in what 2000, 
eight or something yeah to really find new music around that time yeah that makes sense i didn't think about it but that period like 2008 to like the early 2010s like I think historians will, music historians at least, will look back on that and see that that was such a transformative time period, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. along with the birth of social media, you have, like, basically what is, like, that highest level of what would be considered indie music, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the, the terraforming from that, you know? And I think a lot of that was designed for it, you know? So Absolutely. takeaway shows, bands making music videos that they could just promote themselves through this platform. Right, you know? right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It never used to be that easy. Though, because I remember when, uh, when labels would promote their bands, they would be like, "Okay, we need to set up singles with music videos. We're going to get these people to produce them." All the way through the '80s and the '90s, you know. Well, mm -hmm. it's weird to think about that. Like, streaming wasn't always a thing. No, not at all. Like, we could have yeah. filmed a video 15 years ago, and we would have to get someone to put it on TV. Like, exactly. yeah. how the hell are you going to accomplish yeah. that? Exactly. Yeah. Now you can. We could be streaming this live right now. And making a music video. Uh, and yeah. should. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that so easy. Snapchat. Yeah. I have, I, there is a video, there's a musician um, that's local here that I uh -huh. uh, love listening to. Her name is Kamalita. And uh, she has music videos out that are literally just, just her using Snapchat filters. That's oh, it. Really? It's just her oh, singing along to her Snapchat filters. And it's so... Um, <laughs> there's no budget at all yeah. because, because of that. But it works, you yeah. know, compared to it, you know? And it's such a far cry from what it used to be where there were these huge productions. You know, of course, some bands mm -hmm. would go really high concept. I remember there was a replacements uh, series of music videos around the time Please to Meet Me was coming out uh, where they was it was literally just a speaker and a dude sitting on a couch. And it was like super not really? high production at all, you know, mm -hmm. and it worked, you know. But that was the exception to the rule, if I remember correctly, you know. What are some of you guys' favorite music videos? Are they Ooh. older? Are they newer? You know. I I just don't ben. really watch music videos. <laughs> it's you crazy, yeah. but but don't. Ben. No, no, I'm not gonna. Okay, I brought up one to talk no. about. Okay. we're not gonna talk about Sarah it. Was it was creeped out. Can I start um, one? Yeah, you. Gonna, okay, well, okay. Ben, well, what were you gonna say? Because now I'm curious. I was yeah. gonna say there's a, was like two periods in my life though where that's how I got music. When okay. I was like 14, MTV2. Yeah. Because again, pre-streaming. So mm -hmm. I either, Where else are you going to get You either bought these? it or you found Wait it somehow. It so watching TV. the uh -huh. rock countdown they had like every yeah. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like the hives and strokes, the vines. That Foo era. And stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That mm -hmm. era. <laughs> I think just Radio catching Hive. the end of like Lincoln Park. <laughs> no, dude. Um, I would get up early in seventh grade and pray that in the end would be on. Right. <laughs> I have to go to school. And it would have been MTV2. Too, so you flip to VH1, VH1 to yeah. see if it was on there. Yeah, VH1, VH1, yeah. And then we had Fuse. And then before that, <laughs> so whatever that like two-year span is right around there. Yeah. Before that, when I was like, ooh, I want to say 10, yeah. we got The Box on our cable. You ever heard The Box? Oh, it was like an old, fancy. you had to call in and like pay them to play a music video. What? And they would like really? add it to their queue. Really? You had to pay them? But but for like $3, they would play your yeah. song whenever they got around. And it was not like your song. But, but it was like sure of it. Like Yeah. Okay. They'd put it in the list and oh, that was cool. like Mariah Carey Honey, Bone Thugs in Harmony. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so like that era of music videos yeah. I know. The original... Uh, the Puff Daddy stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder job. how many times that that worked. Like a, a dude calls up, requests and requests, and is like, sees how when and not how long is the list gonna be, and then times it specifically so they can get somebody to watch it. Outside mm -hmm. of those years, though, I have no, I don't know anything about. Music <laughs> <videos>. <laughs> yeah. So I'd have to pick one of those. 
<laughs> I'm going to start with one. Okay. One that's been uh, a favorite of mine since high school. And, and I, I think one that's pretty um, pivotal to music videos itself. The Bohemian Rhapsody music video is oh, so brilliant. Okay. You know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just classic. I remember it came out in 1975. I don't remember because I wasn't born. But um, I remember when it came out. Historically, it was about nine years before MTV, and yet that was one of the first, I think maybe perhaps the first music video that was made specifically to promote a song, and that was 1975. And the fact that it has still endured for so long, you know, mm-hmm. is, I mean, first of all, testament to how good it is, you know, forward-thinking motion, whatever, you know, but that's always been a personal favorite of mine. You know, I think personally for me, I was such a huge fan of Pearl Jam in high school and they yeah. had a specific rule. They were like, well, they we're not going like to do them. music videos. Yeah. Some artists will really do that, especially around that era. Oh, but then know? they did. They did do they Jeremy. Did. They did Jeremy. And they didn't like and it. They didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Which let me tell you, I put that on the other day. It's good. The music video? Yeah, and Eddie Vedder's the shots of him. Oh. <laughs> but whatever. It's his song, so he can. True. Mm-hmm. And that's funny too, because because of that, it's a hard when you're trying to look up the band. Whenever you look up the band, all you really see is their live footage. I mean, they the the industry the the label put together videos for like Even Flow that was basically just cold, just like live cold stuff, live right? footage, which yeah, was intense yeah. enough that they could just yeah. use it, you know. Yeah, which is funny. Just just thinking about that time, because when you asked about our favorite music videos, one that I was thinking about today, because I had a few kind of rolling around in my head. Yeah to talk about uh but when definitely when i was younger and a, and a kid the first music video that really really stood out to me that i loved was heart-shaped box oh, and i was just gonna say it's God. funny that the, i guess you know not that they need to be compared but to compare pearl yeah. jam and, and nirvana that let's do it then why, that why nirvana not? Had, <laughs> had these these conceptual yeah. videos in heart-shaped box I think it's one of the best music videos of all time. I love it. The colors, the colors, exactly yeah. the red and the way oh, man. it's colored. The extreme close-up of his face with the intense with blue the focus, eyes. Yeah. Oh man, and and it has a nice narrative and it has good like imagery and it's just it, the the different settings and the like long wide shots of the band playing in that kind of fictional world that they built. Yeah. It's very beautiful. I yeah, it is. It's 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 a great music video because it is symbolic like they they chose their concepts well like mm-hmm. it's not heavy-handed but it gets the point across yeah but it doesn't take yeah. away from the fact that the band is the main thing yeah and they're not like forcing exactly the narrative or anything there's no story really yeah. but yeah coming back to pearl jam that yeah. like they decide not to music videos because mm-hmm. it was i mean vetter just specifically was like well if we do a music video then it puts an image into a person's mind and they wanted their songs to be interpretable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um which i guess is a good point you know? I can see that point of view. I, I I do think of it differently. I kind of think you know they're kind of separate I think a lot things. Of do. Yeah, which I mean he's again free to have that thought. I guess about his maybe own he songs, doesn't anymore. So. Yeah, Probably who knows? Not. Eddie, if you're listening, get him let's on the podcast. Collab, yeah. dude. Please. Let's make a video together. One day, I remember when I was younger, I was like, I want to see this band live so much. And then when I learned that they were doing that space and they were like, eh, they're just doing the tours, whatever. I was like, maybe I'll just never see Pearl Jam ever. And then I got tickets. A friend of mine, my drummer from my old band had uh, tickets to go see them at Safeco or what was Safeco. I think, I don't know if it's Safeco anymore. Um, but it was for their shows. Yeah. Um, Two years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah, in the summer. Went to see him. Wait, did you see them? Yes. Oh, wow. Did you guys see him as well? No. no? no. I mean, we had nosebleed seats. Really? And he said they were like, they were good Still, seats. I was yeah. like, oh, we were all the way back. I I was great. Yeah. There yeah. was a lady who vomited behind me. You oh. Know, but it's uh. whatever, you know. Um, 
Um, but one day maybe I will get to meet the guy and then yeah. I'll get to talk to him face to face because that's bucket list stuff. I don't know. Yeah, see if see if he's gonna make a video for their new songs. Oh yeah, those new songs out. <laughs> we'll see. I have no experience making music out. videos. Kyle makes music videos. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's yeah, music videos. He's done all of our music videos. Really? Because yeah. I was actually about to mention you guys have a music video for your song Stutter Step. Uh huh. Um, which is phenomenal. Thank it's you. It's a great music video. Thanks. Yeah. It's just it's it's nice. It's great. It's in black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not shot super hi-fi, which is great. You know, and it, again, it gets the point across, but it keeps the band front and center. You know? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, trying to think back to when we were planning out that video. Yeah. We were looking at some older Seattle music videos. Like, uh, there's this band, Seven Year Bitch. Yeah. And uh, They're from this area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the song, but we were watching a video of theirs that had some really cool, like, Shots where you could see buildings in the background, like you knew they were in Seattle. Shots of them driving in a car. Mm -hmm. um, and that definitely inspired us. But, uh, yeah, Kyle filmed all that. He, he edited it. Cool. Um, what did you use to edit it? Uh, Premiere. Premiere? Yeah. Cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I've been thinking about it myself. I got DaVinci Resolve because it was free Yeah. Uh, mm. on my Mac, but... I'm just looking at it and I'm like, mm, there's just so much you got to learn, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about doing, about doing a video component of this and it, hopefully uh -huh. it will happen, uh -huh. you know, if I get a space that doesn't look like, you know, a mouse hole, you know, <laughs> but, uh, what are you talking about? It's amazing in here. It's beautiful. Giant, giant windows, blue sky. Blue sky. Yeah, that's true. We're actually out in a meadow nice right now. plants everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Lovely. <laughs> no one's in this place. <laughs> Uh, anybody else have got really cool music videos that they remember seeing? You know? I'm at, can I talk about more? Because I'm like, Go ahead. I already talked about so many. I'm so sorry. Please. I could talk forever about music videos, but I just want to say they might be giants. They're uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. And really they good have visual band. Beautiful music videos. I love them. Um, which is kind of funny because I think the first music video I ever saw of theirs was Homestar Runner. Actually, we we're talking about Homestar Runner today, but anyway, they had a song. Oh, that's right, um, experimental film. Yeah, it's like uh, all the Homestar characters are in it. But anyway, their music videos are uh, really, really cool. I like them a lot. They do a lot of like, uh, they're just great at capturing the fun that they have. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the three that come to mind: um, Don't Let Start, Anna Ang, and. Uh, birdhouse in your soul cool and if you're listening to this just go watch those because yeah. they're really fun and they have like really um they dance which yeah. is something that we've incorporated in our music videos yeah um kind of like experimental dance like they're not like dancing dancing mm -hmm. uh, here i am trying to explain the visuals i'm not doing a very good job <laughs> yeah but they they do Please. like kind of goofy dancing uh but they also have cool editing and oh of course um, yeah. What, are, what, what, are these all from different eras of the band? Because they've been around for a long, long uh, time. Well, those ones, no, they're those are from like the late 80s, late 80s 90s, cool. maybe early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Back when that, that was all just sort of new ground, mm -hmm. you know, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. There's somebody, I do want to mention somebody, uh, there feels to me like a lineage of artists that have sort of one-upped what music videos are like or just mm. have done it really well. What they can do. One of these yeah. people is Bjork. Have you seen any of her music videos? Who? Mm -hmm. Bjork. Oh, I mean, okay. I, Sorry. I, technically, it's Bjork. I call it Bjork, but it's whatever. Um, 
Have you ever um, seen any of her music videos? Oh gosh, from now I have to think. Yeah, they're yeah. like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Conceptually, like conceptual yeah. Like, art pieces. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. Oh but yeah. Just you know, back. hey, you guys, you know that one where she does this. <laughs> and, you know um, she's floating away what the what, yeah. the, what is that song i can't wow. remember specifically is it new or old it's old oh it's old okay uh, oh. i'm not sure my guess is probably hyper ballad no it's like the big one like the one everyone knows human behavior no oh that. no um bachelorette no, she's there's... like really happy and dancing around in the street Oh, okay, again, the ghost listening is really <laughs> mad at all yes. of us. Wow, we did our research. Anyway, yeah. No, because cause she, and, and I know one of them at least is uh, related to the mm-hmm. Dancer in the Dark. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that film? Yeah, yeah. God, that is a sad film. Oh yeah, Lars yeah. von Trier, right? Yeah, especially yeah. now that we, what we know now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Bjork nowadays is doing, I mean, not nowadays. She's basically been on the forefront of music videos for such a long time because she worked with Michelle Gondry or Michael Gondry. I'm actually not sure how to pronounce his name. Um, and then when she was doing uh, Volta, Voltaic, Crystalline, I mean, no, not Crystalline, Biophilia, all the way up until what she's doing now, it's all mm-hmm. just like computer animated, you know, screwing around Ooh. with whatever yeah. have you. If you ever get the chance, you should check out her newest stuff because it okay. is all like top-notch technology as far as she, she can do it yeah you know but it's just so much color and so much it's things that i don't think anybody would have ever seen before her mm. you know okay I'll um, look that up. and i have the same opinion with uh, fka twigs mm. if you've seen mm-hmm. any of her work mm-hmm. um which oh my god that artist you know have any of you listened to fka twigs yeah. material at yeah, all she's amazing. Really good. yeah she came out with magdalene last year mm-hmm. um melissa which was one of my favorite EPs of all time. It's just so aggressive and like, I don't know how to describe it, but the fact that she came up as a backup dancer yeah, and then just does her like, material, like yeah. whoever's dancing backup for her, you know that she is helping doing the choreography because she just knows how to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. It's that polyglottal material, mm-hmm. you know, which is so cool, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of psychedelic leaning music, you know? It, it doesn't even need to be... The, people don't even need to be in the music video. There doesn't even have to be anything right. related to it. You right. just have that one image. You yeah. Know? Bring uh, it up a little bit. Show him. Yeah, I would love mind. to see it. I mean, I know we can't. He's better at explaining. I'm not patient enough to, like, explain the music video. That's true. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like him. Uh, I forgot to look... look like, this one just came to me. I'm going to look it up real quick. It's a Go video ahead. that Trevor sent me. Um, oh, yeah. Recently. Let me look, look it, it up, up real quick. Please. It's, it's Again, really good. we can edit yeah. it. I don't want to mention it. Oh. Yeah, what it is. Have you ever seen... Uh, Interstellar 5555? No. Is that a band or a song? It is... uh, Or a show. It is a video of all of Daft Punk's discovery. Oh, my God. So, It's an animated video that is just that music playing. And And just, like, a loose narrative of, like, aliens and, like... An alien band that gets kidnapped and brainwashed by some racist And it's, like, in the style of, like, an 80s anime. You can completely follow it. Yeah. I think it's... I'm not sure if it's exactly a discovery, if there's, like, tiny, like, edits to help with the flow. Probably. I have to assume. But other than that, it's just All the music videos I remember had that style. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize it was The fact they did the whole album, yeah. That's the story of the... 5555, the story of the secret star system, but all the S's are fives. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Oh, wow. I gotta watch that sometime. Oh, my God. It's a video. I see this. 
Well, this is a different one. Yeah, this is a, vid- a different video that I just wanted to mention. Yeah, go ahead. Caroline Polacek. Oh my oh, God, yeah, was this from yeah. Pang recently? Yeah, the, the newest album. She is, her, as a visual visual artist, mm-hmm. I don't know if she does her own music videos, but yeah. she is brilliant. Ever since yeah. I saw uh, Anamnesia, I forget what it's called, from Chairlift. <laughs> Uh, wow. It's fantastic. She's wonderful. The song "Door," yes, is, the music video is amazing. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's we got a bunch a of cool I'll like react. green screen effect or like studio mm-hmm. shots that right. um, Sarah reacts to "Door." Yeah. On the podcast, uh, okay. I like it. So there's like a oh, is it like a parachute? It's a big parachute. Of a parachute. Whoa! Like from top. PE class. Yeah, oh, it's, it's coming falling down, down on, you. on you. Door. Yeah. Oh, that's some good. Oh, there's pretty. a couple shots like font? this one where oh, it's like wow. you can tell she's sitting on like the tip of a mountain like zooming in from inside showing the outside mm-hmm. and she's on this like oh never mind it's the top of a house oh really oh, sitting yeah, on the roof of a house, of a house yeah. but yeah, it's like but it's through a window through the window it's but, so yeah. like the proportions are so like, the perspective is uh yeah, is it's cartoony set? kind of it a looks little like bit, yeah. almost yeah, like Tim Burton well again it's very um Michelle Michael Gondry or however you pronounce yeah. it because he used mm-hmm. to do that a lot in Bjork's videos mess with proportions yeah know, and love perspectives it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like these the that's sets cool. these built sets that look that's what I love about this video is they built sets in the studio yeah. like this one that um, look like they're in the real world mm-hmm. but, but they're able to off. control the light and make it look like a comic book or something yeah. that's how yeah. I see it in this shot here well have you ever seen the the, the album cover for Pang yeah, she's on the same thing. thing. Yeah, she's yeah. on like a yeah. helicopter. Like, oh, is that it kind of looks like it's yeah. from like a helicopter ladder. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's almost like it's a play, right? A little bit. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from this. Is that very it very dramatic. much looks like it's a backdrop for a play? Oh, yeah. right, like a beautiful. Broadway yeah, like have you ever seen Rushmore? Like the end of Rushmore. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the or the war scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like these these weird lighting oh, nice implements. The colors are just so cool. Like it's they're very they're muted, but they're also very vivid. I really don't know how to describe it. It's just so. The ending is gets like, kind of, uh, self-referential. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Because it kind of like. Oh, cool. Yeah. It turns more abstract and like. Uh, I don't oh, know. cool. Yeah. This nice little sunset yeah, with like the that. bars in the front. And... It's like um the backgrounds in Star Trek. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This video is amazing. But. Oh hell yeah! I have to watch that. Yeah. And if you can guys can watch it along with us, um, just start two minutes from now. Oh! And, then, uh, yeah. and then you guys can watch along with us. Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else I can think of that have, have done transcendental music videos. Transcendental. Um, oh, well, I'll just tell you that me and Kyle spent a lot of time watching Bollywood. Like, interesting. Oh, yeah. Bollywood specifically? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There is a lot going on in Bollywood. Very good. Yeah, very good stuff. Anything in particular you guys remember seeing? I can't say I remember the names. There's just a lot. But you can spend a good amount of time watching those videos a and lot, just a lot in awe of, of the choreography. Mm-hmm. Some of them have like hundreds of people dancing, and yeah, yeah. I would love to do a podcast beautiful. on Bollywood. I just think yeah. that sounds fascinating. I like, wish I knew more about it. Yeah, I know because a really movement knows. like that had to have come from somewhere. Like, whether or not it was a few couple of people that just sort of started, like, a whole trend, or if it was, like, an actual, like, movement of just a bunch of people, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, wish I knew more. Someone who's listening, if you know. If you know Bollywood, text us. You're in the know. Yeah. I, I had a friend in college that was from India, and she I know that Bollywood is, like, somewhat kind of controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, I think, because How it's so? such a, a, as far as, like, a 
India being a poor country yeah. and this industry kind of being... It's like a little predatory. Yeah. Like economically. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. So there's a little I bit can of, imagine. Yeah. You know, just like it feels like a lot of resources go into it and people get disproportionately like. And the way they represent. I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about thing. it, cause, but it seems to be a lot of the same issues that like with Hollywood is like mm. way of portraying women or like. The yeah. Ideal, mm. that, that would make a lot of sense. I don't know. There, I, I think there is some controversy with it, but. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm still Next time on the TDP. Yeah. Next season. Dig deep. Next year. Yeah, who knows? Bollywood. I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, before we get to closing thoughts, I uh-huh. want to talk about music videos and where they stand now and where we're going. Because okay. there does seem to be... I mean, it's been a trend for a while, but I think people are, as a whole are starting to, to, to understand it more. And that's... Um, every single genre that I can see is starting to change up their p- promotional formats, you know, where... Mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be that indie artists would release, like an album every two or three years. Sometimes they would vary it very stylistically, mm-hmm. but regardless, that would be the big event. It'd be a big album event. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be like maybe a single, you know, and then, and now that social media is such a huge thing and it, it dominates the industry. And there's so many artists to keep track of. I, you see a lot of artists right after an album comes out, they start putting out singles, putting out an EP, putting out promotional material, keeping in the mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that, trend happening around you know but i think it is only just now started to affect what we would consider indie music you know when it's sort of already been the case in pop and electronic and hip-hop you know i think music videos are just going to be another part of that you know where they're just going to we're just going to see them perhaps more frequently you know somewhere i can just feel like it i don't know how much money that would take or but you can make a really good music video for cheap you know, in this day and age, I can think of. Oh, for you real, know. you can. Yeah. yeah, you can do it all yourself. That's true. Do it on, um, a, do it on a phone. Do it on a phone. Do, you it, do on it on phone. Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, sp- now speaking of which, um, I think you guys are coming out with a new album very soon. Right? <laughs> I yeah. don't know about the word "very," but yes, soon. <laughs> okay, we'll yes, mix that no. up if we need to. Yeah, but soon. Okay. Yeah, cool. Soon. Uh, do you guys have any music videos planned for that yet? Anything in the works or any ideas? I don't think so. There's brainstorming occurring. Okay, on a, cool. On a storm one. front. There's a storm front of notes. <laughs> Sarah with the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The forecast is that I have a page of notes. Kyle and I are are thinking something kind of different for this this one we're gonna be putting out for a song. Cool. Um, off the album. So, so far, we've come up with maybe uh, trying to do some hand drawn animation. Ooh. Yeah, because we, we went to the Fry Museum. Um, yeah. We like going there a lot, and we went there maybe a couple months ago, and they had a really cool exhibition of kids' animation, actually. Um, it was a class, yeah, that, class. That, that someone taught at the Fry, mm-hmm. to a kid's class really? for doing animation. Yeah. And it's they, like stop motion and things. Right, stop motion. <laughs> really? Uh, we love stop motion. And they, sh- they stop showed motion. Right, the, they the finished it. project. Mm-hmm. Cool. Products. And yeah, we were just inspired. We're like, we want to do that. We want to try something where maybe, um, I mean, spoiler alert, but maybe no one's going to be in it. Just art. That sounds that really making. cool. And I think that also sounds really effective yeah. as well. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, for we'll real. Try something different. Oh, just, yeah, bit. try something different. If it's kind of with the tone of the song, the song is, um, I was kind of inspired from like a childlike point of view in mm, a way. Interesting. So it's sort of touching on um, that. Almost oh, like a cool. So it integrates sort of that, like 
I can I can already sort of picture what that would look like mm-hmm. just from that description. Oh, yeah, that's cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we're we're excited. We haven't started on it, but I'm always thinking about it. When Perfect. I listen to our songs, I'm like picturing when that's I want good. when I want the videos to look exactly. Like that. <laughs> and that's really the purpose of a music video, not just for promotional stuff, but to it's almost like to a give it another angle that other people can interpret it by, and b just put a little bit more of what do you want, what did you want coming out of the song when you made it. You know, that's just, it's just a whole other part of For bringing real. together a vision. Yeah, because, like, you know? there's a couple of songs where Austin will have a guitar solo. And I, can, I can just picture, I'm like, I want people to feel like they are going to dance to this, yeah. you know? Mm. And, like, especially in the way some of your solos move. I'm talking about Puck, specifically. Uh, at the end of Puck, there's, like, this really beautiful solo. And I'm just like, man, I want to highlight that with some dancing. But anyway, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's coming down the line. Excellent. We're stoked. Um, excellent. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to come here and talk to me. Yeah, thank uh, you for having us. About stuff. Yeah, um, it was fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> this is the band Antonioni. Um, they will have a new al- album coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to say the title if you do want to, if you already have it. Um, ooh, maybe, ooh, I don't know. Be, yeah. I, Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. Be very juicy. Yeah. Should I say it? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So the album's going to be called Brute Amused Shout. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Is there any commas in there? No, just okay. three words. Love yeah. it. Brute Amused Shout. Love it. Thanks. That's a great title. Thank you. It's very uh, active. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was kind of evocative. There's a little... Because, yeah, I don't know. I just... The feeling of this album, there's a little bit of joy. There's a little bit of grief. There's a little bit of... But it's all kind of celebration. Happy times, sad times. It is happy times, sad times. <laughs> yeah. It is. They got it right. They got it right. Yeah. They had it right. Oh, my God. Um, well, perfect. Whenever that comes out, um, we'll be on the forefront of that. I cannot literally wait to hear oh, thank what you, you guys are going to come Thanks. out with. Um, Antonioni, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to check us out at tapedeckpodcast.com. It comes out every Friday or every other Friday. I think it's every other Friday now. Um, my name is Rob. This has been the Robcast. Robcast. And I will see. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. See you guys, ghosts. Bye, ghosts. Bye, Bye ghosts. Bye. Uh,